Welcome everyone. I'm your host, Jenny G Cousins, and this is Soul to Soul Connections with Jenny G. Now, in order to catch all episodes, you've got to subscribe to my YouTube channel in order to see all content that's on there and coming on. You don't want to miss these amazing episodes with extraordinary people. Now, you can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter under Jenny Cousins. And if you'd like to book a reading with me, soulworkwithjenny.com. Now, I want to talk about today's guest. Like by far, Augie Nurse is not the average person by any means. He's absolutely extraordinary. And for me to read his bio and his life story, I would be reading that now for many years. That's how interesting, unique, and extraordinary Augie is. And of course, I had to have Augie on the show. And by the way, you guys, now, if you would like to see Augie come back to the show live, let me know in the comments below. And you can ask him questions because you're going to get a taste of him and who he is. And you're going to be like, oh, my goodness sakes. So thank you, Augie. Thank you for coming on my show and taking the time. I'm very grateful for your presence and energy being with us today. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, gosh. I don't know if I deserve all of that, but I'll take it. So, <laughs> so thank you. Of course, you're welcome. Now, can you give a little bit of a summary on your bio? And then I'm going to ask Augie questions, you guys. So oh, okay. listen up. Okay, yeah, a few things. Uh, I don't really want to go too much into the bio, but um, I was born and raised in Europe on a farm back in Norway. And uh, I didn't want to be a farmer. So at the age of 25, I left Norway, came to the United States to become a commercial pilot. And I did that and I flew for 23 years and decided that, no, I'm ready for another train. So I retired from flying and I started doing other stuff. So you could say that I, um, I've been a taxi driver. I've been a bus driver, an airborne taxi driver and an airborne bus, uh, bus driver. I have, uh, I have been a flight instructor for many years. And I uh, had a lot of fun that I was used to teach aerobatics and fly air ambulance and lines and pretty much did everything that an, uh, a, a real pilot will do within that mm -hmm. uh, structure. But I burned out because mm -hmm. I worked too much. I worked pretty much around the clock and... I burned out, so I started doing other things, studying the mine, oil painting, and uh, doing radio shows about stuff that I have seen and learned. And that became so interesting, at least they kept telling me that, so they invited me back, and then I it just grew. I moved to Tucson, Arizona in 1999, and four months after I got there, I ended up with a TV show. Mm. And... I think two or three months after that, I ended up with another TV show. So I was hosting and producing two TV shows in Tucson for six years. And those were the shows that uh, would fit in very well with this kind of show because we talked about all the stuff that you're not supposed to know about. Mm -hmm. 
And because of that, it's amazing that I'm still alive, but I'm still here. And uh, it grew from there. I've been doing a radio show. I had my own shows. I ended up being on the ballot and running from Congress. And that was a big mistake. Mm -hmm. You make enemies if you speak truth in politics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, here I am, and uh, here I am with you, and we're going to have some fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Augie, I literally can do 100 shows with you with the information that you have and everything that you have been through and experienced, right? So this is why I'm saying to my viewers, whenever we come back live, I want you guys to prepare yourself to ask Augie whatever you'd like to ask him. And I wanted to do this one-on-one -on -one with you and me right now, just so people can get a little bit, you know, knowing who you are a little bit. Now, you you have done documentaries. Like, you were interviewed by the BBC um, television out of England um, for a documentary titled Time Trip. And there was, what, a billion views or so? Can you share, like, what that was about? Uh, yeah, that was kind of an interesting experience, actually, because uh, in 2003, BBT, BBC television, they found out about me and uh, they called. <laughs> they said, we're coming over to the U.S. to do a, a TV documentary on time travel. And uh, I thought first, I remember first thinking, yeah, right, that's a prank. But uh, no, it wasn't. They had Michio Kaku and Green and myself on there talking. And I demonstrated on that TV documentary an electronic device that I've had some very strange experiences with. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, uh, it went into a lot of different things in relation to time travel. And uh, when they took that back, that was shown to pretty much every English-speaking country in the world, or and maybe others also, they, they told me later that it would be about a billion people that would see it. And uh, I had fun with that. And uh, this experience with time travel, if you want to see pictorial evidence of time travel, go to broadcastteamalpha.com. This is a website that Nori Love and I have had for five years. And we put about 5,000 pictures on there in the picture gallery of things that really should not exist, but it does. I think it's on page 15 or 17, maybe 17. There is two pictures that will explain very well. If you click on the picture, you can read the text with it. That explains two pictures that I took, both involving time travel and time slippage. Wow. That means slipping from one reality into a parallel universal reality. Mm -hmm. So this, this gets a little deep, but you can go to uh, Broadcast Team Alpha and have a look at those pictures, and that will explain it. Yeah, there's a lot of content on that website, which is really fascinating for those of you you must check that out definitely i mean we'll have links of course um you know in the description box and you have to check this out you have to check out augie's links for sure because you did another documentary as well firewalkers what was that about uh, what did you call it uh, firewalkers wasn't it 
Firewalkers. Firewalkers. Open files. Oh, yes, yes. Open file. <laughs> yeah, that was with Robert. That, yeah, uh, Robert. Yeah, I know Robert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that introduced us, actually. <laughs> yes, I know. And I had my television show at Shaw TV Studios. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that I interviewed was, Robert. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can actually go to Amazon.com and put my name in there and you can see it. I, uh, I, They put me in the chair and I talked for five hours and they took yes. two hours out of that and they created this uh, TV documentary on it. And I talk about all the things that we're not supposed to know about again. <laughs> and I also go into patent copies of some of the things that should not exist. <laughs> So this is uh, one that uh, I've had a lot of a lot of good comments from it. People yeah. from around the world have seen it, so uh, yeah. just have a look at it. Yeah, and and actually now that it takes me back um, to Robert Miles, I do believe I saw that because he had a book as well. Um, now that I remember, wow, that really took me back. Wow, absolutely. And now I remember that. Okay. So that's really interesting. And it's really fascinating because you bring a lot of different things up to make people go, hmm. Yeah. You know, and and because yeah. Yeah. In that uh, that documentary on Amazon there, I talk about Agenda 21. That is the global depopulation program sanctioned by the UN. And I don't think we're gonna go too much into that because yeah. we're still on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. I understand that. that. Explains it and the patent copies and stuff that make that technology possible yeah. by waking up one morning and seeing thousands of ships in the sky, but they're all holograms. So, yeah. Watch that. And, you know, it's it's really interesting because you had ran for political office once upon a time as well. Like, how long ago was that? And and because uh, I know you could talk about that forever, but that, what was that again? You you ran for political office. Oh yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> uh, I was talked into that day, uh, because I had a radio station at the time and doing two TV shows, so I had the media, and they wanted me to run for office so they could use the platforms that I had to promote, you know, and uh, which good I I did. So I got on the ballot on the libertarian ticket, and they, uh, they, uh, I didn't know that I was going to be written up everywhere. I thought just you know something that I would do in the off time. But boy, oh boy, I, they, um, there were a lot of media and uh, newspapers and stuff involved. So, they, I didn't know exactly, and I went on the uh, in the talks, and I explained when the incumbent opponent, whenever he opened his mouth, he lied about something. And I jumped on the air and I exposed it with facts. And oh, they didn't like that at all. So uh, yeah, that, that was not a, a good experience actually. <laughs> but, but you know, but I can tell you, it's through those experiences that people will catch that and they'll listen to that and they'll remember it. You know, no. and especially nowadays, people are waking up. And that's another reason why I'm I'm getting back and doing my show again. Because yeah. 
there's a lot of people out there who are now interested more in certain things that once upon a time they weren't interested in it because you have also written books. You have what spiritual science and higher conscious thinking and also how billionaires think. Yeah. Can you can you share with us a little bit about these books? Uh, um, spiritual science, higher conscious thinking, and how to access the universal consciousness. Um, a lot of the stuff that is in there came to me in a universal download when uh, I was in meditation and the universe was explained to me in concept and detail. It was it lasted for maybe 10 seconds and the whole thing was there and then I could look at it afterwards. I put a lot of that in the book and I went actually also out and verified some of it in science and yeah, it was it was real, a lot of the stuff that I saw. And that is in the book. In fact, time travel, I have a whole chapter on about it in the very back of it. In fact, people can do this. I talk about how to do it. I also talk how to connect your mind or your part of the universal mind with a major universal mind so you can have information, resources, and knowledge, wisdom, whatever you're looking for, can come to you. And uh, that's what Nori Love and I do on Sundays when we have a mastermind group that we have put together. And uh, it, we create sometimes things out of seemingly nothing. Mm -hmm. Because the mastermind principle is just plain and simple. When two or more minds are united in harmony, they create a third mind that has the potential mind power of the two or more of them multiplied by each other. Mm -hmm. If a thousand people get together and focus on one thing and direct their energy to it, this is not thoughts anymore. This is now an energy and it's a creative energy. So we are, have been able to pull things from the quantum existence into the physical, especially when it comes to healing. We created rain out of almost clear sky one time to save some people from uh, the forest fires in Northern California, mm -hmm. a lot of other things. And uh, this is just, is almost within minutes or hours then it shows up. So if somebody wanna be part of something that is a lot bigger than themselves, send us an email and uh, I'll send you some information on how you can come and have a look at what we do. Send the email to themastermindconnection at gmail.com. Yeah, because I know like, I mean, I meditate twice a day. I mean, sometimes I take the day and just meditate. And I mean, I yeah. go into a deep trance myself and get in information. And I used to teach monthly meditation groups as well. And, you know, that's the thing. The more people that are there connected as one, the more energy goes out there in the vibrational frequency, you know, yep. especially nowadays, right? Like I, I send out energy to the darkness to try to send them unconditional love so they'll see the light, right? And it's it's powerful. And more people now, you know, what's meditation? What What is that about? How can I be a part? How can I do that? So yep. that is wonderful. That is wonderful. You, you know? got it. Yeah. Yeah. So now when you were a pilot, did you, of course, see any 
um, any unusual activity in the skies, let's say? Yes, <laughs> quite a few times. Because um, I basically quit, I kept the logs, but I uh, I quit logging at 10,000 hours of flight time. And probably was about 17 by the time I quit. But I, uh, when you fly that much, you see things that you can't explain. But we seem to actually reach into every corner of the universe to find something that we can explain it away with. And we tried to do that, but I had several. I got within 400 feet one time of a of a UFO flying right underneath my airplane. And another time I was flying, I believe it, there was on a, on a medical flight. I had a doctor and two nurses in the back and a patient going, I think, to the, to the burn center in Houston from uh, Midwest. And... I was going in and out of the clouds and I could see this pencil. It looked like a pencil, black pencil coming from the from the left. Actually, you got it backwards here on the screen, but from my left going across to the right. And it went very fast, probably around two miles ahead of me because there were clouds behind it. That was maybe three miles. So I could see it was closer than that. And it, from this corner of my eye to that corner of the eye, it may have taken two to three seconds. Mm -hmm. And that is, I have no idea on the speed of it, but I bet that would be well above 15 times the speed of sound. And that looked like a sharpen in the, in the front and uh, just a black pencil and then cut off at the back. And that thing, I saw that thing flying by, and I was in the left seat as the captain. I looked over at the co-pilot, and I asked him, did you see that? He looked at me. He didn't say a thing. Yeah. And I remember asking him one more time after we got on the ground. He never answered. And later on, I found out that, yeah, he was... Well, um, uh, he was a Mormon, and uh, so, you know, in his religion, you know, anything like that, those are demons, so you don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I understand why, and that's okay. That's That was his deal. So, uh, but that one, and there's several other incidences where I've gotten fairly close to them. I could see them. The one that flew underneath my airplane, I could see that it kind of looked odd for a, a, a UFO because it looked almost like a skateboard, but it had windows on the side. Wow. Wow. I know there, there's there's so much activity. I, I remember, you know, I've, I have many stories myself too, right? And, and um, even last night, I actually... Um, the, the, the moon was orange. The super full moon was orange. And I had just finished up with things. And I'm like, you know what? I got to run out and shoot this. So I go and do my thing and such like that. And as I was coming back and I'm like, I thought of you right away, actually, you know? And I'm like, and I, I took some photos of it with my camera. I don't know if it's going to come out or not, but it was, and I'm like, you know, if anybody's around me, can you see what I'm seeing? Right. But yeah. I, I don't know what is going to come out on my camera. 
I don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Right. And I mean, like you of all people, you have seen a lot, you have seen a lot of phenomenal and paranormal and everything. Like, is there one thing like, you know, I'm sure there's of course many, but is there one like more paranormal experience that like really stands out for you at all? Or, I mean, I know there's several, I've got several myself, but. Yeah. Well, since you ask, I'll <laughs> go there. Yeah. Um, that happened in the Christmas of 1972. I was in the United States for uh, many months, going to flight school. I went home to Norway for Christmas. And I went back to the farm that we had sold to someone else. And uh, I walked off into the forest. It's quite an extensive forest. And I walked in there. And in that forest, there was a, a Viking grave mound. Quite big one. Probably, uh, I don't know, 20 maybe 15, 20 foot high. <clears throat> and I crawled up on top there and I sat down there. There a, was a rock up there. And I sat down on the rock and I meditated. And into the meditation a little bit, I could hear something that sounded like somebody turned a faucet of water on. And I remember thinking, water? Here? Can't be right. So I opened my eyes up. And there was this man standing in front of me on the gray mound, probably about six feet away. He was seven foot tall. He had a white robe on, gold, gold uh, cuffs and a gold collar. And I remember looking at him and fear caught me. I got up and ran down from that mound and headed off back where I was going. And I heard this voice in my head saying, where are you going? <laughs> and I remember thinking about that too, that if he wanted to get me, he probably could have done that by now. So I walked back up on the grave mound and I sat down again. Oh, and that's was, brave. Yeah, he was towering over me where I was just sitting there for a while. And I believe I also raced up after a while. I wanted to be as close to his height as possible. And we had a conversation. It was mostly a him talking, me listen deal. But I did ask some questions. One of the questions was, what is your name? And the answer was, we do not normally use names because we think of someone, the image of them is their name. But if you absolutely want a name, you can call me Lowell, L-O-U-L. And from there on, he proceeded to tell me some things that I was gonna do and uh, he encouraged me to do it. I'm going to correct that. He didn't tell me. He encouraged me to do it. Because if you do, he says, it will make a difference. Hmm. And I've done a lot of those things. Hmm. And one of the things that he, which I'm not done with yet, but he said, find a way where you can speak to the whole world. Hmm. 
back in 1972, there really wasn't any way to do that. But we are, you and me are doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I just kind of go with the flow. And I mean, it. I'm not surprised at all because, you know, sometimes a certain experience that, you know, the universe brings to us, of course, everything's planned, that yeah. it it starts to make you think and expand who you are even more. I mean, yeah. especially with everything that you've been through <laughs> and gone through, you know, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. And I mean, I love that story. That's, that's yeah. really I amazing. I don't talk about this one a lot yeah. because it's so hard to believe. And I anymore, I don't really give a rip what people think. So yeah. I, I do talk about it. When when somebody asks, I talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the same with me. Like I have so many experiences constantly that, I mean, I'm the same way. Nobody's going to believe me if I say that. Nobody's going to, and uh, nobody's going to like, they're going to think I'm crazy. So it really depends on who it is, who the person is, and all of that. Right. I mean, we know each other. We're we're really good friends and such like that. Right. And and it's like you don't know truly what's going to come out. And and it's like that inside voice, all of a sudden it comes out, and then you're like, I can't believe I just said that. And it's like our conversations flow. And that's why it's like, even with my show, when I started this, what, four years ago, it's like soul to soul connections with Jenny G because it's on that soul level. When people are connecting soul to soul, there's nothing else like it in the world. As far as I'm concerned, yep. you know, absolutely. and it's all about authenticity and truth. Yep. Absolutely. So, and, uh, yeah. Another thing that I think in order for people to expand their mind outside of their physicality so they have an awareness of it is always there outside of your physicality but you may not have the awareness of it yeah. that awareness can come with going within in meditation and if you uh, become member of the uh, mastermind group that we do on sundays and mondays and wednesdays we are teaching we have classes on meditation astral travel increasing intuitivity or psychic abilities and many other things hmm. so uh, have a look at that because an astral traveler will have experiences that there is no way they can explain to people walking out of your own body into another existence seeing things people that are non-physical communicating with them that could be even dead relatives. It could be going, if you're in Florida and listening to this, going to, let's say, to California, visit your, visit your grandma, spend five minutes in her home walking around. She can't see you. She can't hear you, but you're there. And back in Florida, it only took you three minutes. Those things are very possible. Yeah. And going to the moon, having a look. Yes, that's how I meditate, actually. And I used to say that. 
it's like, you know, picture yourself on the moon. It's just like, I just sit on the moon and look over the planet. And that's my meditation actually. You yeah. know, and then and, I have, I've only talked to a couple of people about that, but that's one of the ways I meditate. Yeah. And it is so simple yeah. to learn. I yeah. didn't say easy. I said yeah. simple. Yeah. Because it takes time. Effort on your part. You got to do a few things. You got to sit down and spend 20 minutes or two minutes or three minutes or 10 minutes every day starting out. And when you do, you're going to, your life will never be the same. You're going to wake up to things you never knew before. And especially right now, there's a lot of dreams that are vivid. Yeah. Right. A lot. And, and it's like, really pay attention to what your dreams are. It says a lot. Like even I'll see my dog um you know in the living room and i'll be in the kitchen and i'll literally see her drinking water from her dish and i'm like what and then i'll look and then she's over on the sofa all the time and i'm like what did you leave your no. body did you like all of that so it's it's very profound i i see a lot and i i always recommend to people when you meditate it opens up more of your abilities and so on and so on yep. so now if you could change one thing one thing in this world, what would it be and why? If I could change one thing, meditation is the gate to higher consciousness for most people. I would change all, you, you can change all kinds of things, but there's one thing that would lead them to all those other things and that is meditation. <clears throat> yeah. If I could change that one thing, I would see everybody meditating for 20 minutes every day. Yeah, it, we it really have, makes a difference. In one year, we will have a world with no wars. Even scuzz buckets that live in Washington, D.C., <laughs> if they would meditate for 20 minutes every day, after one year, they couldn't help it. They yeah. would change. Yeah, yeah. They'd probably get scared with what they saw because then they'd realize what they're doing. You know, yeah. and, and that's why when I meditate, one of the things, first things I do is I send out um, unconditional love to the darkness, to the darkness world, so they can start seeing clarity with what they're truly doing. So, so like what, now this is kind of like a real personal question for, for, for people. What is your definition of God for you? Definition of God. For you, for you, in your eyes, what, for what's me, your okay. definition of God? Like for your, everybody has their different perceptions and, and ways, of course. But for you, what is your definition of the word God? You must have been talking to Nori because we've had no. deep discussions on this one. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no. The thing is that according to the UN, they did a survey back in, uh, I think it is 1988, they found there's 3,000 gods on earth. Each one of us has a picture in our mind or an opinion or a understanding of what that is for us. My understanding of what God is, 
uh, I'm not talking about the smaller ones. You know, the yeah, one with for the you, big like you, for your your eyes, your heart, your yeah. soul. Yeah, that is a universal consciousness that encompasses and creates absolutely everything within where there are spiritual beings, archangels, and other entities living within this consciousness and have jobs and work to do for the good of all and everything that exists. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what I said, but it sounded good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's just, that's why it's just winging it, going with the flow, just no. You know, and that's the beauty of it, because you never know what can come out. I can talk to somebody and then I'll go into some deep trance and I don't know what I'm saying. And then I'm like, oh. you know, so I love it. That's the soul to soul connection. Right. Yeah. So, there are times when we get a question and we answer and then they ask it, you say that again. And <laughs> I hear what I said. I know. I know. I know. Right. So now if you if you could meet anyone. OK. Who is alive or who has passed on who would you want to meet and why if i could meet anyone actually that's alive that you haven't met before right that you haven't met before that has either passed on or still currently with us here on on earth who would that be and and why that person Actually, we have done this on the mastermind session. We created a mastermind around a big table where some of the people that was we visualized coming in the door, sitting down, some of them were alive, but some of them had been dead for many, many millennia. But we yeah. made them come in the door and sit down and we had a round table discussion with them. This is something that actually people can do. For me, and if there's someone that I would like to meet, it would probably be a compilation of entities into one expression of consciousness that encompasses many different people. I love it. I've never heard that answer. I've never heard that answer before. I've interviewed many people and I've never heard that answer before. Mm. I love it. Yeah, because I don't think I can latch on to one particular entity because we are all connected. We There is a matrix. This was also explained to me in the download that I had about eight years ago where everything is connected to strings going through the universe everywhere. And that is why quantum mechanics has proven to us that we live in a mind-created universe. Whatever is in my mind creates everything I see, but we can also create connected with other people. Now, that is why healing at a distant work. Yes, yeah. You I do pranic healing. Yeah. Reiki and what you do, yeah. we can heal people at a distance because we are one with them through the connection through the quantum. Do you have like any mentors? mentors? Like if, if mentors, like do you have any like a mentor or like somebody who 
really inspires you? Yeah, I actually do. One that actually I visit with every so often, not very often, but I do visit with him. Mm -hmm. And that is Lowell. Oh, I love it. Yeah, we have discussions from time to time and he, huh, believe it or not, he's got humor. He makes fun of me sometimes, but I, because I told him he could, if it would further my understanding, so he does. <laughs> I yeah, I I and, love that. And this is something that I don't think I've ever said before, and I never told her either. But Nori is one of my mentors. I and love Nori. Yeah, because what is in her mind is excellent she does things for other people that i wish i would be able to do and when she speaks i listen because there is pearls in it i, I don't think i ever said this before but hey they had to get out sooner or later absolutely i mean like i i always believe you know we're all unique we all have our own gifts and abilities and talents. And, it, you know, it's it's extraordinary to really sit back and watch people, especially, you know, like, let's say Nori, you know, for you who inspires you, who you're like, wow, that's so interesting what they're doing or saying or their energy or anything <laughs> like that. You know, I sit back and I, I'm an observer and I, I observe a lot of different people and situations and such like that. And sometimes I'm like, I love that energy. I love, and when I'm talking about energy, you know, I, I'm more meaning like a person, like there's different energies, of course, all over that we can love and everything. But it's like, when I, when I say, I really love your energy and their energy, I truly mean it because I see so much within them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's that radiance, that authenticity, that real heart to heart soul to yeah. soul right that i look for and probably one of the reasons that i uh, listen to nori as much as i do is because we have a very long history over millennia in each other's lives yeah. because she did a hypnosis session with me and uh, oh boy yeah it's on broadcast team alpha oh cool youtube if you scroll down you'll find it where i got yeah. hypnosis live on the show yeah she yeah she's booked on i booked her on already mm -hmm. yeah you know she's awesome yeah. so how do you stay healthy avi like what like what like what's your key to staying healthy but I what how do you stay healthy oh yeah how, like, how do you stay healthy it's very simple i um i'm older than some of the hills around here and i don't <laughs> think i've been sick a day in my life except for maybe i think about a year or two ago i did get a flu and it took me a few days to get rid of it but otherwise i don't remember being ever sick i uh well i don't know i've had some really bad hangovers but otherwise <laughs> yeah. now there is a doctor that you guys out there listening should research dr otto warburg he proved and he got the nobel prize for it twice 
that no bacteria or virus can live in a heavy oxygenated and alkaline environment. So if we alkalize our body and oxygenate the body, we won't get sick. <laughs> and that goes back to my martial art master decades ago. He told me, if you do this one thing, you will never be sick in your life. And I remember asking him, yeah, that sounds good. What is it? And he sat there and looked at me and he said, no, it doesn't work that way. First you promise, then I will tell you. So I promised not really thinking too deeply on it. And he said, you sit down, take 20 deep breaths until you get dizzy. Then back off a little bit so you stay slightly dizzy for the next three to five minutes. What will happen is that you flood the blood with oxygen. Oxygen comes in the lungs, in the air sacs, directly into the bloodstream. The, the blood is now heavy oxygenated and it also gets in the brain. Oxygen snuggles up to virus and anaerobic bacteria and kills it. Mm. So virus cannot live in your body if you do that once a day. And I've done that, not, not really. There are days when I miss it, but I mostly do. And that's probably one of the reasons that I uh, am never sick. But there's another one, and that is that you don't get the nutrition that your body needs in the food you get at the, the dump, I mean, the grocery store. <laughs> See, the thing is that it's full of toxins, <clears throat> neurotoxins, fluoride is a neurotoxin that is one of the most toxic substances on earth, and they put it in your drinking water. Yeah. And there are other things that is in there. <laughs> you need a supplement that gives you the nutrition that the body needs, otherwise you will get sick. Yeah. Oh. And I've, I've done that. That's amazing. Because you're always healthy. I know you're always healthy, right? So yeah. like if, 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 so for people, let's say to contact you and get a hold of you and um, read your bio, because it's, it's hugely extensive. Seriously, people, it's hugely extensive. Where and, and what's the best way for somebody to get a hold of you? Uh, get a hold of me. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, go to uh, broadcastteamalpha.com. You can see a lot of things in the videos. You'll see a lot of uh, short videos that Nori and I have done and placed there. There are some real, real pearls in those. <laughs> and also uh, uh, my bio is on there, as well as you go to uh, uh, amazon.com. You can find uh, the book. Uh, spiritual science, higher conscious thinking, and how to access the universal consciousness. And uh, what I'm, it teaches you how to use your mind in ways that you normally would think would be impossible. And if you read the book three times, call me because we need to talk. Yeah, yeah. Then you are ready for stage two. Yeah, stage two. I love it. I love. It. Are you going to be writing another book? There is one in the works, but I yeah. just haven't taken the time to finish yeah. it. So. Yeah, it, it's it's a process because you're really busy as it is, and I'm very grateful that um, you took the time to 
even speak to me today and for me to have a chat with you. Oh, this was fun. And uh, there is another book, actually, Universal Success Principles and How Billionaires Think. I've been very lucky. I've been able to um, get on first name with three billionaires, and I talked to them extensively, and I learned a lot. Mm. And many of those private conversations are in that book about success principles. See, if you run your life by principles, the details will fall into place. And that's what people don't understand. And there's one principle I just can't help it. I got to say it. Yes. There is two things that go to the bank. Mm. One of them is money. And the other one is goodwill. And they have equal value at different times. When you understand that concept, you can be very wealthy in a very short time if you use it. Yeah. Yeah, because you have to balance the give and the receive. I've always said to people, I mean, if you're somebody that's always giving, giving and giving, you send out that energy and frequency that you're not open to receive. So the balance is all about the giving and the receiving equally and being truly grateful for, I mean, even myself, I'm so grateful for the smallest things, like Anything, the smallest things I'm very grateful for. Even my right. interview with you, I'm very grateful. Oh, yeah. yeah. We very got two accounts. We got one down at First National, and then we have a spiritual bank account. Anytime you give something or you do something for someone and expect nothing in return, yeah. you put things in that spiritual bank account. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it adds up. It, it adds up. And it's just part of the you know, the nature and such like that. Like I give things to you and, and people are like, what do I give you? And I'm like, don't, don't worry about it. I'm not here to no. ask for something in return. It's just who I am. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that's the balance and that's the soul. So now everybody, now, as you can see now, just a little bit of who Augie is. And believe me, I could talk for hours and do a hundred episodes on Augie you're going to learn something new. So Augie will be coming back again and I'm going to do a live show and you can ask him whatever you want. So in order to find out when Augie is coming back, when you can connect with him, you've got to subscribe to my channel. Hit that little red button down there in the corner and subscribe and the access is yours. It's free. What more can you want? So thank you, Augie, for coming on my show. He will be back again. I'm so grateful, so grateful for having you on. And I want to thank everyone who has watched this. Please like the video. Make some comments. Let me know what you think or, or what you'd like to see and what your thoughts are of Augie or whatever it is, right? So he'll be reading it. And you never know, he might just reach out to you. So thanks, I, everyone. I'm happy to do that. So yeah. yes, I'll, yeah. I'll see you in the chat room. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Soul to Soul Connections with Jenny G. I'm your host, Jenny G. Cousins. Until the next episode airs, have a beautiful day. And thank you again, Augie. Namaste.